In this episode, I speak with Shay Zan from Leave It to Shay, her professional home organizing business. Coming from a mix of Persian and Filipino background and having grown up between three countries, Iran, the Philippines, and Australia, Shay considers cultural traditions to be of great importance when it comes to our very own spaces. After graduating from journalism studies, Shay traveled extensively, living in various countries, and that lifestyle taught her a lot about minimalism. She became an expert at packing and fitting everything into one suitcase. Her friends and relatives would ask for help with packing as she had her own way of folding and she taught them what to take and what to leave behind. At one point, Shay decided to move to South Korea for work. While she was there, she became fascinated with their knack for being able to fit everything so neatly into very small apartments and how organized they were overall. Shay took on some professional training around home organization where she honed her skills and learned how to create long-lasting habits to keep environments tidy, and this dramatically improved her very own personal and working life. Shay's been practicing home organization now for three years and has clients in different parts of the world. She helps anyone from busy working moms to bachelors, helping them to transform not only cluttered and difficult spaces, but to innovate with amazing results where she teaches people to adopt and maintain their new daily lifestyle. There is nothing that beats an organized home to welcome new beginnings. Welcome to the Rare Conversations podcast. I'm Leonie Milano, and I chat with creative entrepreneurs and business owners around the world about what it takes to start, sustain, scale, and sell a business. We talk about real-life scenarios to help you understand the path before you, to inspire your journey. I transitioned from working in film, TV, and global events to working with creative entrepreneurs through mindset coaching and mentoring. I'm on a mission to help entrepreneurs embrace the journey, understand themselves better, accelerate their growth, and get the most out of life, making sure they have a hell of a lot of fun along the way. Hi, Shay. It's so lovely to have you today. Thank you very much for joining me. How are you going? Thank you. I'm so happy to be part of your podcast and all is well. I'm very excited about today to talk about a lot of things. (laughs) Yes, me too. This is one of my favorite topics. Um, Now, before we get into the nitty gritty of organizing, can you tell me a little bit more about your background and what inspired you to start this business? Yes, as you mentioned, my name is Shay Zand. Um, I mix uh, Persian Filipino. I mm-hmm. grew up between Iran and Australia, and I traveled many countries. Um, I I studied uh, journalism during uh, my university year at Philippines. And after I graduated there, I decided to go work in South Korea. I was able to work in a trading company. I was the overseas worker. But then I realized that's not something like I'm very passionate to do as like office works and those kind of things. And when I see the lifestyle in South Korea, um, especially like in some uh, apartments that are small, but they were able to organize and keep a lot of things in a very small space. It really um, 
got me like impressed. I said how they or how mm. they were able to put all of this kitchen stuff in a small cabinet. How the way they organize it, or the way they fold their clothes, or um, maintain their home well organized. Um, I said, oh, this is something I really like to know how to do it because. I was a messy person myself, and <laughs> I went to <laughs> I went to um, uh, a place, a center that they teach how to be a home organizer, and mm-hmm. I was uh, trained there, and um, I start doing home organizing there as well, uh, mostly for American community. And um, after that, I decided to come to Dubai, bring this concept in Dubai. Uh, I'm sure there are a couple of other organizers here as well, but. Um, my concept is more based on uh, teaching you mentally as well how to be organized and how could help you with your daily life and also based on different cultures and backgrounds i organize their homes uh, especially dubai is a multicultural uh, country so yep i'm here <laughs> yes yeah we actually have um i think it's close to 200 different nationalities here Yes, and a lot. <laughs> yeah, I, and I love that because it makes it such a fascinating country to live in, to get to learn about so many different things, you know, under yeah, in one country. Um, definitely. Like you get to learn about so many cultures that you cannot meet even in some other countries because some countries is just like few nationality, but here every nationality you, you yeah. think it's here yes. it's a lot and you know every single culture they have their own way of doing things so i find that that's quite interesting that you work across different cultures because they would have something that's completely different uh, to the way other people have and things that are meaningful for some is not meaningful for others. So that's actually quite fascinating from a psychological point of view as well. And um, when, sorry, go ahead. uh, Yes, go on. It's okay. Oh, no, no, it's okay. No, uh, you were talking about the cultures and I said, example, uh, like uh, American culture, they're used to uh, come in the house with shoes, but like Asian or Middle Eastern culture, they're not used to that. So some of clients, um, you could see their shoes are inside their bedrooms, but Mm. Asian or Middle Eastern, it's outside. So also uh, when I organize, it depends on the culture, like where to keep the shoes, like in the living room. I didn't even think of that. Yes. Yes. That is really interesting. (laughs) Or spice cabinet, like um, in Europe or America, we don't, they don't use much uh, spices in their food, but Mm -hmm. like in Middle East, there's so many different spices. I'm sure you've seen in the bazaars here in Dubai. Oh, yeah. So when I go to Middle Eastern uh, house, the I have to choose the biggest cabinet for spices because <laughs> it could not fit in the, the spices are front and center <laughs> yeah. in the kitchens here. That is for sure. Yeah. And uh, that reminds me actually of a story when I lived in India and we had a lady that she would come and cook for us. And she loved spicy food. I love Uh spicy food, but I cannot handle it very well. And she really loved spicy food. So she would 
just crank it up and it was so hot to try to eat anything. So I was like, all right, I think we're going to just like calm it down a little bit. She's like, okay, okay. And of course, no, she didn't pay any attention to me. And so I just said, okay, what am I going to do? So I, she literally brought everything in fresh ground, um, chunks of things. And in the end, I just went and cleared all of it out because she didn't pay any attention. So I I grabbed all of it and I I hid it or I don't know what I did with it. And the net, not the next time, but the time after she smuggles the spice in again. (laughs) It's like she, (laughs) she didn't want to pay any attention to me at all. I think she was a bit like, you better get used to it. (laughs) Yeah. I had the same problem in South Korea. They eat a lot of spicy food and I had a lot of stomach problems in the beginning because it hurt me so much. And especially also eating raw food, like octopus raw. Oh, oh and- no, thank you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, yeah. I have eaten raw food. fish, though. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, sushi. Uh, but like raw prawns and stuff like that. Um, which, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think... That's a whole other a whole other podcast, okay. <laughs> I think, but it would be quite a fascinating one. Um, tidying. Now, firstly, I am obsessed with this uh, particular subject because I love it. If I could just uh, go through my things all day long, I think I would just love to do that. I don't know why. Uh, now, to differentiate, there is cleaning and there is tidying, and they're two different things. So I think, um, and, you know, I'm a huge fan of Marie Kondo and the KonMari method uh, of tidying. And I have watched a bit of her on Netflix and her incredible book, uh, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. And I have gone through and done the different types of tidying and it absolutely helps. It's so makes such a massive difference. Right now, my wardrobe is color-coded. <laughs> my bookshelf yes. is color-coded. Oh, and which actually I got that idea from Pinterest. And it's so, it looks so pretty though. But it just having visually, having everything in order preserves your energy. Yes. And, because every little pile of mess is always distracting you and your brain. Sure. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Um, as I confess that I was a messy person myself, <laughs> um, it, I had really problem myself with that because, um, example, when I was working late hours till in the office or I was very busy with my life, um, when I come home, I always had difficulty to find that T-shirt or that um, paperwork that I did for my work. Where is it? Because everything is just a mess. So it gives Mm. you extra stress. Home is a place when you come, you want to feel stress-free, relaxed. But when your house is a mess, it gives you extra stress and you don't even want to stay home. You will just go outside home. You know, so after I start being a like I was passionate about organizing so after I learned the skills when I start doing this organizing for my daily time it really helped me a lot uh, to my work life and myself 
<clears throat> sorry um i improved so much in so many things in my life that mm. the time that you stress working on organizing your things every day um and not maintaining that habit uh you will be late for your meetings because you could not find that paper. You could not find a word. Did you put that dress for the interview? You'll have, time, you'll have busy time. Oh, you didn't hang that dress, but now you're late for your interview. You cannot find the papers. So this really like caused you a lot of stress and unnecessary. It's really unnecessary stress and it affects your time. So um, this is the best way that, uh, organizing will help you with your personal time and you can just relax at home and everything will go smoothly on your daily lifestyle. That is so true. Now that you've said that, I, you know, before, for, for me, I have worked in many different parts of the world and I have packed and unpacked and packed and Oh, I have, I, I don't even want to count how many times, but you know, it comes with, I, you know, I have chosen that that's what I wanted to do to have experiences. They're really important to me. But the downside of that is the accumulation of things and going to another country. I always love to have something as a reminder from a country uh, for when I'm leaving. And at the same time, you know, we end up with all these things. I think in our society, we overconsume. Obviously, we have advertisements everywhere, all the time distracting us, getting our attention. And we are encouraged to always buy the biggest, best thing. And that's not always necessarily needed. If you have something that works fine, because as soon as you buy that, there's going to be another thing that you another can get. One, yes. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but there's also looking at the footprint that we're leaving, uh, how we are disposing of things. And for me personally, if I have clothing, I like to make sure I can give it to somebody. I, I hate the idea of just throwing something out in the garbage. Um, just being mindful of what is happening to the stuff that we don't want anymore. It's a lot. Um, especially nowadays, uh, since I could say also since COVID happened, there was a lot of online shopping going on and a lot of online yeah. offers. So we see something like buy a jars, three for one price, um, so many offers so that, much. oh, we keep ordering and ordering. And it starts building up a lot of unnecessary items that you don't even use. And mm -hmm. I always told my client that um, if you buy an item or a clothes that you never used it, you just keep it there and you will never definitely use it again, let it go or donate that item because uh, since you bought it, let's say it's been three months, you never use it. So I'm sure after two months, still you're not going to use it. So it's time to donate it or just pass it to some uh, or just you could sell it. Uh, the garage sales, it will be the best mm -hmm. ideas as well. So this is the problem also with the online shopping and unnecessary shopping. Thing. I even had one client that um, 
she bought so many clothes that when I uh, start organizing and decluttering, there was so many shirt and dress that still had the price tag. No. <laughs> and I said, did you know you had this oh clothes? Goodness. And she said, I didn't realize I have this t-shirt. I didn't realize I, I said, you need to stop shopping <laughs> because yeah. you're not wearing them. The price tag is still there. So these are the habits that it really creates all this clutter and it just makes your life more difficult because you cannot, uh, you'll be stressed. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the, that's a good thing to point out as well. Our habits, you know, if we have mess in our home, that's us. That's on us. We have put it there. We have created that. So we have to change our behaviors with what we're doing. I've also been guilty of going shopping and buying things and then coming home and putting it in the wardrobe and seeing that I already have one or two of those types of things. And that's actually when I started doing the color coding because I couldn't find things. And I think we just do it mindlessly sometimes. I think having the awareness of our own behavior is really important because there are a lot of people and it's not just females. There are males as well. I remember years ago, there was this guy I knew and I've never seen a guy own more business shirts than what he had belts and business (laughs) shirts. He was obsessed. He used to have piles of business shirts. So we have 365 days in the year. How many, unless you're changing four times a day, how are you going to actually get to use all this stuff? Do you think that there is quite an emotional attachment going on with that? I I mean, we know that we buy emotionally. We'll buy things that don't fit us (laughs) because we like (laughs) the way it looks, even if it doesn't fit us properly or shoes that hurt. Why did I buy these shoes? And you never wear them. Um, I, I really think that, some of the time we might shop when we're not feeling great and it makes it easier when it's online to do that. What do you think? Um, I agree. Of course, we all have a certain um, shopping habit uh, or collection. Um, I knew someone who was collecting um, Starbucks cups from different countries, as you know, the cups, like the country name and the picture. So she had a whole collection of each country or even her friends will go each country. They will bring for her as a souvenir. So she's had a whole, like uh, <laughs> a whole, co- maybe I can say 60, 70 of those cups. Like oh she was collecting and she had a separate, um, how can I say, uh, like a storage for it to like a designed glass uh, cabinet. That oh, she, she took it seriously. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, Uh, I think we all have also a certain habit for this collection or what we love, but I'm not saying that we need to let go of this habit. No, this habit also makes us feel good. I'm Mm. just saying that it's also important to know your limits. When you Mm. go off that limit, it's already not good. It's already a bad habit. Um, It's good to collect, but beyond that, it's going to cost you money. 
because when you collect too much, um, as you mentioned, uh, your friend who you or you knew someone who had a lot of business shirts, um, I'm sure some of those shirts doesn't even fit him or it was already out of fashion. Uh, you will not wear a shirt that was from 2016 because the fashion is already, <laughs> it's already gone. So you need to let go of those things. At least it will be making more space for you to buy a new thing. So you cannot keep old one and keep piling everything. So it's better to just know your limit at least of no. This is enough. Like I already, you don't have space and you have to buy new cabinets, new drawers, and it's causing you money. You don't need that unnecessary spending. So let's just know our limits. Yes. And also the thing with say like fast fashion, I have bought t-shirts and they're just like see-through. The material quality isn't great. Yes. Um, so, you know, I always just think, it's better to buy classic pieces, Yes. invest in good cut, good quality, good material, and it just fits better. It feels better and it lasts so much longer. Yes. I, I have some Definitely. pieces that I've had for a really long time that, you know, I, I just won't throw out probably for years uh, and then other things, you know, I've bought on a whim and I'll look at it, you know, you're right about what you said. Things go out of fashion. Things go out of fashion pretty quickly. Um, not necessarily having to keep up with fashion trends because let's face it, the, the fashion trends is changing seasonally. Very fast, yes. Yeah. And I think that you end up falling into a trap where, you know, trying to keep up with the latest, greatest. It is so nice to dress well and to look good. You feel much better. But there is also, yes, that excess side of it where we'll just mindlessly shop. It can be a lot. Um, what would you say is one of the most difficult areas for tidying up? in people's homes from your um, point of view and also from their point of view, like how they would manage and does it keep, would they tidy something up and it just turns into a disaster again? Uh, you mean like which part is more difficult for me to organize? Um, yeah. Like, do you find, is there like something particular? I know for me, I always have a problem with papers, paperwork and, that seemed that and digital clutter, and I do want to talk about that as well. They're my two pain points. If I if I just got that in order, then I'm I would have an a new level of what what would be the word? <laughs> I, I don't know. Zen. <laughs> a new level of Zen in my life. Um, I think it depends uh, on each person. Um like some of my clients who are bachelors, especially they're very into shopping, a lot of things like especially uh, ladies who are um, single and they like to go uh, for out or even men. Um, so they are very up to date with the trends and because they go on dates or they go to parties. So this kind of things, they have a lot of 
clothes and bags and shoes especially we should really talk about shoes <laughs> because um some of my clients i had like one client she had around um 90 pair of shoes <laughs> and i told her where are you gonna and she hidden all of it in a clothes a cabinet and i told her like you why need to would she hide it <laughs> i mean it was hidden and i told her like how do you take your shoes out like because it's all piled up and it's even hard to open the drawer because it's all piled and i told her do you even wear this because let's say you go on a date or a jogging or where do you put these shoes uh, like where do you even wear them so she was like no i didn't wear them long time and i told her you need to open space like let go of your shoes um so these are also like this kind of habits is really bad but my other clients is their kids their toys mm. is oh yeah that's another level of clutter. Also, kids, we buy them many toys. Their relatives buy them many toys and gifts. And uh, the kids' playroom can be also a full of mess, the unnecessary things. Or we keep our kids' toys or uh, things. Um, we store them and say, maybe for our next baby or maybe for someone's baby. Oh, or we The old them. maybe so, word. Maybe I'll hang so on this to this. <laughs> Maybe I'll lose exactly. the weight. <laughs> <laughs> so this is also unnecessary. Or um, for men, they they buy. Um, how can I say it? From the hardware um, products, like uh, I forgot the name for it. Uh, like tool, like, like tools. Right, yes, yes. Like drilling and those kind of things. They buy a lot. Maybe I'm gonna make my cabinet. They're gonna buy all these things, tools. Are they gonna make a man cave? Use <laughs> it. And they never use it. So these are also like a lot of people have different each person has different way of cluttering. But I one thing I want to mention about the kids' toys, um, sometimes it's also hard to let go of their toys they, they say our uh, children like they will cry or they say mm. no I want my toy or I want to keep my toy so you end up keeping one whole box of toys it's better to show them some new um let's say not tricks but new ways of training them that how okay we can sell like you can create a business mindset for your kid from a very Ooh, early that's age, a good idea okay, so um, you don't want this toy. How about we could sell this toy and you get money out of it, uh, you, you will earn from it, and we can use that for something else. We could buy you a chocolate cake. We could buy you something. So in the kid mentality will have, okay, I earned something. It's kind of also creating that business mindset for your children. Or in a different ways, you could convince them to let go of their toys. It depends how would you like them. But this was one of the samples. Or training them for a very early age. I think, um, well, in, in Middle Eastern culture, I can say in my culture, um, even until uh, we are until 30 years old, also in Asian culture, I've seen that our moms, they like to make our bed they um our parents like to help right. us with a lot of things that 
we don't do it. You know, the mm. cleaning and organizing, if we're not home, they'll do that for us. So it's good we train our kids from young age that, okay, you're in charge of this, you're in charge of that. Even you don't need to feel bad about it. Like, oh, I'm making my kid like tired. No, it's a responsibility. They will grow up with it and they will be an organized person <laughs> when they grow and up. I they think, learn to do it. Yeah. And I think that kind of filters into their life and how they deal with a lot of things. Uh, exactly. You know, when they learn responsibility and they know because there's some that might never pick up a toy might never clean and they'll grow up with that sense of entitlement and like I want this I want that and, and I'm not going to do anything and I actually do see this happen yes um, exactly it happens a lot <laughs> with yeah. many families yes I've seen that um, it's good to have that rule like we, we could set a 10 minutes rule every night before to go to sleep us first uh, like us adults okay everything that is around your living room that is not in the place let's put it in the same place so in the morning when you wake up it's it looks more organized I know we watch a tv or we are busy with some things at night and we mess everything but we could just put 10 minutes and just certain things we could put it back and also teach our kids okay you're done with playing let's put your toys back so this will be a habit for the kids that Every night after playing, they know where to put their stuff. Or um, when you use your towel, where to keep it. Uh, don't just throw it on the bed or on the couch. So this is a good habit that even us adults can learn, like a 10 minutes rule. And we can keep a little organized home than a messy home. <laughs> I have heard of that before, actually. Uh, somebody, somebody started this thing, this 10-minute rule, where... Yes you set a timer and you just go for it and try to clean up and you make it a little bit gamified and you try to just clean up as much as possible, but you can get some really surprising results exactly. and find things. And for me, I've realized if I don't know where every single thing is, it creates problems. And, you know, if I go and buy something and I already have something, um losing the time like you said earlier that is a really big problem for me also when i would be in a hurry to to go somewhere especially with uh when i used to do freelancing work and i'd be on a job and you'd go away somewhere and you come back and you're quickly on another one and this would and just sometimes i would have things everywhere and I wouldn't be able to find anything. And sometimes you can even trick yourself that you are organized. <laughs> yes. I'm pretty sure I used to do that. No, I've got it all. I know where everything is. And still there would be pockets of things that, you know, we, we end up with places in our house where we just have a pile of things. And once you actually remove that, sometimes you have a drawer for weird things. And it's like, well, what if you actually went through those things and gave everything a place? It just changes it. The whole energy changes once you have everything in its place. Definitely. It's such a great feeling. And Definitely. differentiating tidying and cleaning, whilst cleaning is 
very important. Tidying, if you're not tidy, that can lead to uh, uncleanliness. Yes. In, you know, in the long run. Hey, everyone. I'm excited to jump in here and let you know about my upcoming program for 2022. People say knowledge is power, but that's not entirely true. If you do nothing with that knowledge, it's worthless. If you implement it, you become unstoppable. Creating your own business takes work, commitment, dedication to getting tasks done, working through the frustrations when you realize it's more than you thought and you feel like you're always on the verge of quitting. The easy thing to do is give up, but that just perpetuates a cycle because when there is something you can't stop thinking about, something that you really want to create, you'll never be able to shake it. What we're not taught in school is how our brain actually works. It is so hardwired with our individual beliefs based on our own life experiences that it takes the utmost awareness to know what you need to do differently to achieve your goals. This is the single biggest thing that can be the deciding factor on how well you live your life. When you're starting a new business, there are stages you need to go through. Analysis, planning, testing, strategizing, taking action, in tandem with accountability and support, etc. This is what I help my clients with. In my 10-week program, I'll take you from being stuck and not knowing how to grow to getting clarity and confidence that will get you to the next level. We'll make sure your niche, target market, offer, and strategy is solid by implementing systems and a step-by-step action plan to strengthen your foundation that will allow you to grow faster than you could have imagined. You'll gain clarity and confidence with every step, not ever having to return to where you were ever again. I work with a limited number of clients at any time, and to really help you, it needs to be a mutually beneficial fit. This is for someone serious about their growth, for someone who's tired of just getting by to having a healthy business that actually makes money. If this sounds like something you're interested in, send me an email to hello at leonimilano.com. That's L-E-O-N-I-M-I-L-A-N-O.com with the word apply. And we can jump on a call to see if this works. If you can tell me one thing that you got out of this episode, I'll add an exclusive bonus. Now let's get back to the episode. Really what it comes down to, like you said, is, is developing that habit. Uh, you know, it's cause and effect. For every action, there is an equal opposite reaction or not in this case, if you just <laughs> dump everything. And then you wonder how it got to that. But once you are very aware of like, if I'm going to leave this here, that's going to be more problems for later yes. on. So it really helps to have that front and center in your mind. Um, what about people who are living in small spaces? You said you learned a lot uh, when you were in South Korea. Can you talk about a bit about um, what that was like? Because that that's a thing. There's a lot of people living in small spaces and they might have a lot of stuff. How do they actually deal with that if they don't want to throw the things away? Uh, well, you could... Um... I could see that uh, using um, some certain organizer, box organizer, or clothes organizer that will maintain um, space, I mean, more space, and also your clothes will look more organized. And actually, it will make you buy less. 
I mean, you might have already a lot of things, but it will make you buy less because you think I don't have space for that. <laughs> I will not buy it, you know. So ah, that's a very good way of looking at space, it. That helps. I'm not saying you should leave, but I'm saying when people live in a small a small space, they learn also how to buy less. So um, that helped me a lot with my. Sh- shopping addiction as well <laughs> because you know when you go to a new country you want to buy everything uh, especially everybody was um everybody loves the k-pop the korean drama series and all of those things so you like to go through the culture and buy all of these things but i always thought I don't have space for it. And um, also like how their kitchen was really small, but um, they put a special baskets or <clears throat> organizers and they keep it like all in space. Um, but they have only one set. Let's say we could have only one set of plates. Um, we know many cultures or some people have it, have a habit that, one set of plates for guests, one set of plates for daily, one set of plates for another. That used to be us. If I have maybe the queen visiting me. (laughs) Yeah, it's like um, the good plates. It's like, we'll use these. These are the everyday plates. These are the good plates. It's like, well, these are good plates too. Um, And and that whole leaving the good things for a good um, event, leaving your good your good plates, your good um, clothing for a special occasion. Why? Just use it. We're not here long enough. Oh, my goodness. Why? Isn't it? It's really, for me, this is, when you look at it, it's a really absurd concept. Use your good stuff. It's really good and it will bring so much joy to use it. It's almost like we put this restriction on ourselves we must not wear that because it's too good. What? Exactly. <laughs> wear it all the time. <laughs> well, you never For it to use. sit in the cupboard to never, exactly. ever use, to impress people, but <laughs> you probably don't care about that much. Yes. Use it every well, day. Exactly. It's this, These are very important, like use what you have. And also um, I've seen in the Korean culture, they're very organized with their timing and the tasks that they set up. So um, I really, really learned a lot when I was there. So since that time, uh, when I moved out from South Korea, when I lived in other country or I came to Dubai, I'm always on time with everything. Uh, before I was always late, but nowadays Amazing. I'm earlier than everyone who's coming to like a friends gathering or a meeting. Um, this is really good. It's it's um, helps you a lot. Um, like I seen how they have a certain okay, you come from work, you're really tired, but when you have a lot of dishes at sink, I know you're tired. I know you had a lot of work, but washing that two piece of the dishes will not make you exhausted and uh, like will make you pass out. No, just wash that dish. And in the morning you have a, a good mood when you, you don't want to wake up in the morning and see, Oh, I have a lot of dishes to wash and you have to go to work and you don't have a clean dish to have your breakfast in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so these things are very important. And I learned that a lot in their culture that they have their time management and how they set everything on time. Like 
their skills on the right time. So this helps a lot with us. That is really fascinating. And that's another thing in terms of uh, having self-awareness because when you're habitually late, it it is actually disrespectful. It's time when people are constantly late and I am also guilty of this. I'm also now very, very aware of that. If for some reason I am going to be late to something now, I will always make sure I message people. I will never just assume that oh, they'll just wait, eh, whatever. And, you know, I know here there is that thing of people just show up whenever they feel like it. But what is that about? You know, that's not really having awareness. It's not. But even in traffic, we all have phones. We can all say. But for me, and I remember when I used to be late a lot, and I used to just say, oh, gosh, I'm so late for everything. And I caught myself in that pattern of what I was saying and justifying it. And I actually really didn't like it. So I thought, what do I need to do to change this? I need to reverse engineer what I'm doing. So if I have to be there, it's going to take this amount of time if I'm driving. And what about if I'm parking? I have to find parking, Um, getting to the car and getting dressed if it's an event or whatever it is. And do I have clothing ready? Is everything sorted? And you realize you go back when I started doing it in reverse it helps so much. And exactly. now when I think if I have to go away um, for a few days this week, uh, I have kind of started to look backwards. Okay, what am I going to need? How much time do I need to get there? What a, you know, so when I wake up in the morning, I'm packed. I've got everything good to go. I have a buffer of time to allow if something happens, then I can turn up and I can be stress-free. And if something happens, I have that buffer of time so it can still work. Yeah, it's interesting how it flows. One thing flows into another part of your life. Yeah, it's a lot. I always mention this to my clients when I, before I start organizing, I say to them that, yes, I'm here to help you organize your home, your closet, your kitchen. But the most important thing is your self-awareness as well to keep this habit. I Mm. train them how to do the certain things that I did for them. I say to them, okay, I'm here one or two times. But if you're going to continue this habit, it's going to be a lifetime. (laughs) And you're going to always have problem with um, a mess, a messy house. Uh, Actually, it will create a messy uh, thinking, a messy mind, because you're thinking about your mess, you're thinking about how you're going to control your life. And that's taking your attention unnecessarily. Exactly. You have to focus on more important things in your life than coming home and thinking about your home <laughs> that is a mess and so it it's really important how ourselves have to wake up and say do i want this for the rest of my life mm. or should i continue or should i stop and make a change change 
it's only you that can make it happen. No one else can make that happen. And by tidying up and cleaning up and allowing space, you then free up so much of your time to then focus on things that you love. I really cannot, I cannot fathom the idea of living with a ton of mess. It's too much because I, it's too much because I have so many things going on that I already have to think about. And when I have a clean space, it just helps so much. The energy. That's true. You yes. have more energy and you can focus on more meaningful things. It's, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a really big thing. What are, um, said- <laughs> sorry, go ahead. Um, I always said, take, um, let's say, take a picture of your bedroom or your living room. And would you post it on the social media? If you're too shy mm-hmm. to say that, I don't want to post it. That means you need help. <laughs> you need to. <laughs> That's a good test. That's a really good test. Uh, so if you're proud to show that, it's. I'm not saying you need to be perfectly like very organized, everything, color coding, everything. On st- no, I'm saying just everything that will be in a place that you don't need to um stress about it if you if i have a guest and i cannot find where is the coffee jar it will mm. be stressful for me like just a minute i'm gonna get the coffee but you opening all the cabinets you cannot find it so this will help you to just relax and for the times like when you have uninvited guests they're like your friend comes to your house you don't want to show your house is like too much of mess. right so it's it's a good way to start picturing like Okay, take a picture. Would you show this on a social media or not? Then you'll know what level are you. <laughs> yeah, that is actually a really good way to gauge it for sure. It's, um, yeah, and, you know, the other thing, I mean, when you're stressed, you have more cortisol and that ages you. <laughs> if that's not <laughs> a reason for people to clean up, I don't know what. But then really, you have to the, spend money on Botox. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, it's um. Imagine how much money you'll save by being calm. Yeah. But it's so interesting <laughs> that it kind of feeds one thing feeds into the other. Um, it just has a really massive knock-on effect. Uh, the the other thing about cleaning up that I love is. I actually get so much joy out of giving things away. And sometimes I have heard, I can't remember who it was, who it was that said it, but sometimes if you have something that somebody, one of your friends really loves, give it to them. Yes. And that's a big thing to do when you really love something, but they really love it. And you just give it to them. (laughs) It's actually hard, but you let you I think it will make you feel better also it's hard to let go but once you give it you feel oh you made someone else happy yes so that's a joy feeling (laughs) and you can detach yourself from from uh the feeling of uh, attachment to material items having said that I have you know lived and worked in different countries and I do like to 
get something from these countries, as I mentioned. Uh, I do have storage that I am so desperate to go through next time I go home. Oh, I can wait to see it. Actually, I want. To see yeah. It. Oh gosh, uh, you. I'm gonna have to take a photo. You. You will literally die when you see it. Um, maybe. Maybe I need to hire you and <laughs> do a Zoom. Like, what do I do with this? Where does this go? I think I probably need to donate half of the things. But there is so much joy in giving things to other people, especially if you I mean- can help them in some way exactly that's what's nice um for my um uh, view is um things are only um attachment are only excuses for us to keep or to remember things but i think what is important is what we have memories in our mind those are uh, you're well traveled you've been to many countries you will always remember all these countries you will always remember all this experience you had so um that statues that you bought from this country or that keychain that looks so good um it might say okay it's just i've been to this country with this and you show a keychain but what is important is what is in your mind and those memories so uh, i think that's the best one let's just it's better and how to you donate. develop as a human <laughs> how you develop as a human um just the way you change when you are exposed to travel some people's memories might not be great sometimes I do find (laughs) things and I'm like oh I remember that I remember that but then you can go down a rabbit hole for hours reminiscing and then you got to pull yourself out of that and some things you probably don't want to (laughs) remember as well they're definitely the good things to throw away (laughs) What do you have, what kind of tips could you give for people who are at home? Maybe their place isn't too messy, but they could do with a bit of help. You know, we've talked about before, um, we end up with these little pockets of things in piles, whether it's in a bowl or a drawer or something like that, even something like that. Like what would, what would you say, uh, how could these people do something to change their environment? Well, I think it's the best way is to start. Um, you don't need to do everything in one day. You don't need to finish everything in one day. We could start every day with a small space. And that will make you feel more motivated to organize more because I'm sure a lot of us if we want to organize the whole house we'll just give up we will say oh that's a lot of work (laughs) like never mind but I try this with my different clients which they are long distance um, and I do zoom call with them I say okay let's start today with your drawers Uh, empty your drawers see what you need your old makeups that you never use them and it's already like expired right that's a big thing (laughs) i know us ladies we have this problem so let's start so they started with their drawers then next day they start with their kitchen cabinets then another day i had one client she had a huge storage in her kitchen and when i saw the picture i said um what are those things there is that rice bag and is that what is that so they keep she kept like extra jars 
from um, let's say um, tomato paste or mm-hmm. um, ice cream um, containers. She, I said, why do you need them? She said, oh, you don't know one day I'm going to give someone something and I'll put it there because you're not going to get back your Tupperware. So I'll just give them ice cream container. And I said, first of all, it's not healthy to use them, reuse them. And second, you're just causing a lot of space. Like, But if they just- wash it out, if they wash out, I mean, maybe not ice cream containers, but there are some containers that I think you can use that could be okay but it sounds like she had an extreme case of exactly. <laughs> collecting items exactly. so, like when she started with her uh, storage and she organized and she threw a lot of things that she didn't need it it looked so empty it only had two three boxes and it gave her a special joy that she said I want to do my kitchen cabinets now because she felt oh, nice. so relaxed and she's a, uh, let's say she was a stay home mom. So after that, she said, okay, I'm going to start with the kitchen cabinets. So it motivates you every day to do something else once you see the results. And this is my tip. Let's start from small things. Then we could lead to bigger things. Yes. Yeah. I think just taking the gradual process is probably the best way. Another area for me that is really problematic that I am slowly sorting out. I will say I did a lot of work in the last couple of weeks is my digital space. And also before saying, you know, doing freelance work, oh, my goodness, I think I must have kept every single file I've ever had. (laughs) Hard drives, hard drives that just turn into a mess and I had put it off for so long that it was such a pain point for me to try to find things um, just in my emails and everything. Email is another thing. Um, I had a friend who said, I think I'd cleaned out my email inbox and she said, oh, I have like 600 or whatever. And I said, you know, it actually has energy to it. If you clean it out, you have this different energy and again mine has climbed up again and I want to knock it out again before it gets overwhelming it's a constant thing but you can attach rules to certain things this one these spam emails ones that you don't want they go directly to the trash so you don't ever have to worry about it it does the work so if you can make the technology work for you digitally you get your systems in place it makes such a difference for me yeah that was definitely a problem area photos as well and you know we tend to not print photos but I think that would also be a nice thing that's a massive area for me to clean up as well (laughs) yes I I clean up uh, my desktop my emails or especially my phone has a lot of like a uh, picture of videos that I see is interesting. I save them. I screenshot them. Family pictures, birthday oh, pictures. Oh, screenshots. Uh, my, my phone is full of that. So um, on the weekends when I have less work, I said like one hour at least of my time and I start deleting and saving them in the file that is needed. So this really helps a lot, as you mentioned. So we should also start doing digital <laughs> cluttering. Yeah, because they just yes. they just make the phones with more storage and then you can pay and yes. throw it into iCloud and you don't have to worry. 
but we keep accumulating digitally and it's just you I, I for me anyway I need to have everything so organized now since I've gone through so many of my files I'm probably like 80% of the way there I can find exactly what I want I can even in my mind go through the pathway of finding a particular file now and it is so good so it's really it's, good. it's worth the effort yeah, I think, I don't know if you're up for it, but I feel like we should do uh, like a two-week challenge. That would be fun. We should create <laughs> a two-week challenge yes. for like Because sometimes up. you cannot find your email in the inbox because you receive so many emails. Yeah. Oh, and unsubscribing, really. <laughs> and people end up with all these different email addresses and they <laughs> they haven't looked at them and they... <laughs> You know, some will use, I will use uh, email addresses for uh, like, uh, not spam, but just for like you subscribe to things that aren't urgent. Yes. I do the same. I, I, I have an email address for my social media. I have an email address for my work. I have, and my husband told me, why do you have so many email addresses? And like, I'm confused which one to send to you. But um that's I think this is a problem. thing. I'd like to do a poll on that, actually. I think I think we all have many email addresses and ones that yeah. we forget that we have as and well. And we forget the passwords. Oh. <laughs> I won't go Don't get me started on that. Um, <laughs> thankfully, there are apps to help you with that now. So, yeah, yeah that, that's good as well. It's uh, such a such a wonderful area, and you must get so much joy out of getting things sorted. How do you how do you get everybody who has gone through this effort of cleaning up to make sure they continue with these habits? Um, with my clients, I um, time to time check on them. Um, but before that, I definitely have one or two sessions. Uh, I just don't want to organize for someone. I just don't want to uh, make it as my business. I actually want to help my clients to maintain this habit. What mm. difference that it made in my life, I want to happen for someone else. Because um, some of us go through some also... Uh, tragic things that happen in our life that it makes us depressed or we don't want to do anything. Um, some, uh, I know someone like being through a divorce and um, she's just like, cannot focus on, you know, uh, organizing her home or anything else. So I talk with them, I help them that uh, why it helps you and how you can maintain this or someone lost their husband. So this kind of mm. things, it takes time, definitely. Mm. But once we start um, understanding that the effect that can have in our life and the positive vibes that you can get from it, it's really life-changing and that will motivate them more because um, when they start organizing and maintain this habit, they always tell me like, oh, Shay, like I'm a happy person when I wake up or 
I'm very uh, like I like to have a lot of guests now in my house because I know where I keep my things. I'm not stressed anymore about it. So <laughs> <Right>. once you, <laughs> once you see the results, you or someone didn't like to cook because they they don't know where the spice jars or anything. So now they like to bake a lot because they have a special section for their baking things like uh, mm-hmm. or you have you're a morning person you like to have coffee you have a coffee special coffee station for you there so it motivates you to um live a really joyful life i'm not saying like everyday life is going to be joyful and no problems at all but this is part of the things that can help you have a more stress-free life. And this is what I always tell my clients. So um, this is uh, how I maintain them with uh, daily um, advices. And I check on them time to time, yes. And <laughs> talking about the daily advices, I mean, they can get information on your Instagram. So yes. to keep them motivated. So, you know, that's always great to um, make sure that, you know, when things are put somewhere. Also, that idea for me that is something that helps me is when I put something somewhere, I know that it either needs to go back straight away or it's going to be there and it could be problems later if it starts accumulating, if I start accumulating things in a certain area. But yeah, all of it is just really um, oh, so freeing, yes, so nice. I have One some of my favorite clients, things. they message me on my Instagram and they told me like, since, I mean, I'm still uploading pictures and videos on my Instagram, I give some tips there, but they tell me, oh, since we see your page we got motivated to start organizing because it's helping and I I really really happy about it because it's a a good change I love this change that I could make for people yeah and seasonally it's also good there's there's a lot of excuses we have that we can use to get ourselves kick ourselves in the pants. <laughs> Shay, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been so lovely to chat to you and to give people tips. Hopefully, you know, some people might be motivated. I think we'll do a little two-week challenge. Um, maybe Definitely. sometime in, in the coming month would be really fun to do. Um, where can yes. people find you on your Instagram or how can they contact you? Um, they can contact me on my Instagram for now. Mm-hmm. It's called uh, my ID is Live It to Shay. Mm-hmm. As Live It, it to Shay. S H A E. Yes, S H A E. Um, I have my WhatsApp uh, contact number and email there as well. So if okay, you would brilliant. like to WhatsApp me, we could keep in touch. Yes. Fantastic. Thank you again. I hope you have. A lovely rest of your week, and I look forward to speaking to you soon. Thank you so much for your time, and I'm really happy to talk with you today. And it was a lot of things we could talk more, but that will take more hours. So, yeah, we'll leave that for the challenge. (laughs) All right, you take care. I'll speak to you later. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. You've just finished listening to an episode of Rare Conversations. If you enjoyed today's episode, I'd love for you to leave a review and share it with a friend who you think would be interested in this topic. And if you have a business question, please send it in to us. We may very well answer it in our next episode. So be sure to tag me on social media at Leonie Milano.
The show notes and other information can be found on our website at www.leonimilano.com. Thank you again for listening and we look forward to having you back with us again soon.